welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining today. This is your host, Christy Cash. So today I am super lucky to have a guest. Um, I've been really excited about having her join. This is who is with. Hi, my name's Christy. I learned to talk. The pr- <laughs> my guest today is Marissa Mohi, and she is a writer, vlogger, blogger. Um, you might recognize her byline from The Lost Ogle. And she's all around just a storytelling genius. And I brought <laughs> I brought her here today to so we could just hear from her. Like she's not only like so talented in all those areas I just mentioned, but very good at balance in the sense of like protecting your time and self-care and making sure that your whole entire lifestyle works or it's pointing towards your interests and expressing yourself, which is the most important part about being a human, I think. So thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm always super excited to come to your home because one, you always feed me and two, we always have really good conversations. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so I want to ask you, how did you first know that you were interested in writing and that may be way back for you it was so the first time I ever quote unquote wrote a book I'm doing hand quotes for those who can't see um it was in the first grade and my first grade teacher who actually founded a school that you your son went to um yeah so yeah so we used to um like you had to write books that was part of like your daily activities and so you would take like a piece of construction paper and put some copy paper in between it staple it together and you wrote books and so every I don't know how often we shared them but like during story time it was people reading the books that they had written so I really enjoyed that and then when I was probably in second grade I read Ramona Quimby age eight and I remember just being like yep this is the be all and end all this is what I'm doing I'm writing for the rest of my life so it I don't know. Like, I really young, I knew that I wanted to do it. Oh, that's so fun. I, I kind of envy that more than kind of because I, um, I think, like, later in life is now when I'm kind of figuring out my interests. And it's still fun. I have time, you know. Yeah, for but- sure. Yeah, it's never too late to figure out what you want to do. I think that maybe I figured out a little bit too early because I realized, like, there's now there's all these things that I'm interested in that I never gave the time of day. Like... I, I like science, and I never studied oh, yeah. it, like, extensively, and I just took the, the required class, and then it was done with it, so. So, um, one of the big things right now is, and the timeliness, really, of you being here, is for people who write novels, there's a huge deal around the month of November, and that is called NaNoWriMo, and it's spelled, did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. N-A-N-A, wait, N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O. And so that stands for National Novel Writing Month. Can you, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it is a, well, it's an international event. Um, NaNoWriMo.org is a 501c3, and they exist basically to, you know, encourage people to write 50,000 words throughout the month of November. So the goal with NaNoWriMo, you can sign up on their site. You don't have to, you can still participate, um, but you just want to write 50,000 words in the month of November. And so that's not like a full-on novel length manuscript but it is a good chunk of one so if you're interested in writing at all like this is the month to do it do you have an idea what a full like length manuscript might be um so it kind of depends on the genre you're looking at because you know like george rr R. martin fantasy like could be i don't know 
80 million words uh-huh. probably, but <laughs> um, so typically between 70 and 120,000 words is kind of where you want to hit. So if you do like 50,000 words in this month and then, you know, you're trying to hit that 70,000 word goal, like you only have 20,000 left to write. That's so good. Are, and you're writing a novel for mm-hmm. NaNoWriMo. What... Do you mind telling us what it's about? Yeah, so it is kind of a mainstream fiction with supernatural elements sort of story. Uh, The premise is that Maggie is a graduate student and she finds out right before she defends her thesis uh, that she has to fund an an extra semester when her graduate advisor is fired. Um, And so in doing so, she takes a job at a day camp organized by the university and she meets a kid named Scout who is really interesting and has a ton of or has an imaginary friend uh, that might not be an imaginary friend so much as a ghost. (laughs) I am compelled by this. Did okay when you did you start this one from scratch for this NaNoWriMo? Um, so the current draft, yes, but this is a story that I started writing when I was like 21 and it has, it's really evolved over time. Like now it has like a purpose and like, Ooh. I feel like the protagonist isn't just like an angsty drunkard, which is all I was <laughs> capable of writing at 21. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love the angsty drunkard though. <laughs> okay. So, um, this was my first NaNoWriMo mm-hmm. and to be honest, I didn't prepare at all. It happened that I had a story, just like the framework of a tale I was pulling together. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't decide to do NaNoWriMo until like November 4th. (laughs) And for me, it's best not to overthink things and just start writing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, I guess there was a question and now it's not there anymore. But um Uh, What do you do? Like, is it okay to just kind of start without overthinking it? What if you don't know whether you want to be a writer or not? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that everybody should at least try some free writing at some point in your life. And uh, granted, sometimes free writing feels like getting your teeth pulled and it sucks. But when you get in that zone, it's awesome. So um, if you have an opportunity to feel kind of that creative zone, like that moment where you feel like the muse is present, then yeah, absolutely. I recommend it. So if you have thought maybe you have a story that you want to tell, I think NaNoWriMo is a good time to just jump in and try it. Like even if you don't hit the 50,000 words, like you've still done something and it's awesome. What is what is free writing? What does that look like? Um, so there's a lot of uh, drama behind free writing, and okay. there doesn't need to be. Okay. Um, but some people will tell you you have to write by hand, and some people will say that that's the only way to do it. Um, I think that if you are capable of holding a pen, then absolutely go ahead and write by hand. But if keyboard or talk to text is what works best for your abilities, then use whatever you want. Basically, you're just trying to get ideas out of your head and onto some sort of page. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything. It's just words. And you want to keep going consistently and steadily the whole time. So either set a timer or an amount of pages you want to hit. So um, if you're familiar with Morning Pages from The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Oh, okay. um, So it's a practice of just writing freehand uh, three pages every morning and it's kind of like you just get your mind out on the page and it's a really good practice for people with anxiety or any sort of stress but it's just you just want to write so um, when I free write I typically pick like a character that I want to get to know better and just maybe put them in a situation in my head so like um, this protagonist is going to go to the grocery store and they're out of her favorite frozen mm-hmm. yogurt what is she gonna do you know and it, it's kind of asinine but then you get to know your characters a little bit better oh I think that's cool I'm gonna try it for sure because 
it's funny, like, uh, when I was writing, I've been writing my words for NaNoWriMo, and that's what you say, like, getting to know characters. They really have, like, a life. They have mm-hmm. a whole existence. And it's like, oh, I need to address all that. And I think that sounds like a really good practice to do it. I will mention, too, that um, I'll go ahead and put, like, in the show notes, we're going to put um, links to Marissa's YouTube page, her blog, and also the book she just referenced. What was that book again? Um, so it's The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, anybody that's trying to, you know, get a little bit more creative or a little bit more artistic, I completely recommend it. It's a good book to start on January 1st, too, or right now. Um, so just, you know, whenever you're ready to make a big change, read it. That's such good advice. I noticed a blog article that you posted the other day and I absolutely love it Um, because like a huge part of this podcast is all about like parents tend to pour their whole life into their kids and they forget to be a human being themselves and the article was all about tips to um, protect your writing time and I was thinking gosh a lot of those would apply to just about any interest or hobby you might have. Do you mind um, sharing with us some of your ideas? Yeah, absolutely. So um, to be fair, I do not have kids, so I don't have that stressor. I do have a dog who weighs probably more than most children. I feel like Rosie is pretty high maintenance. Mm, I mean, she needs a lot of cuddles. Four walks a day sort of dog. (laughs) So so yeah, so I think that for me, there's a lot that goes into protecting specific time. And a lot of it is saying no to things that you're kind of told that you should want to do, but don't necessarily want to do anyway. Um, So this is kind of the season for... Tons of holiday parties, and I do enjoy hanging out with people, but I try to protect my time so that I'm not going to holiday parties that are just going to be draining. So, like, you know, I would love to go to a Friendsgiving with some friends and, like, Thanksgiving dinner, but I don't want to do, like, the unnecessary work Thanksgiving happy out or anything like that. Or, you know, you just have to be really specific about when you're going to do something. And then also, like, a big part of time management is, like, knowing ahead of time what you have to do because then that makes it super obvious what you have to say no to. Okay, so kind of like you're saying look ahead at the ho- at the holiday schedule, look at what you want to accomplish, try to make a I guess an outline or a a, a strategic tactical. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, so I am super into time blocking, so if Ooh. you use a planner or Google Calendar, or, you know whatever works best for you if you're a digital or analog sort of person, and I mark the hours in my day that I know are going to be taken and then mm. I see like where the the free spaces are and then so I will schedule um you know I have to write this at this time or I need to film a YouTube video at this time or this is the only time I have to hang out so people have to accommodate me instead of me always accommodating them. So Have you ever felt guilty for, like, or lied or anything to... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, all the time. So, um, I I think most of my friends are pretty um, understanding when it comes to stuff that I have going on, but some just don't get it and never will get it, and that's fine. They don't have to get it. Uh, So I might lie to them, like, oh, I'm sorry, I really (laughs) wanted to come to that, like, weird 
holiday party you scheduled where we were going to hang out for eight hours and then go look at Christmas lights. Like, I mean, it sounds great, but I'm sick. Or, Starts you know. at four, ends at question mark. Yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Like, I love parties that are specifically, like, we're having dinner, so then I know what specific time it's going to be. But if you say, like, starts in the middle of the day and then question mark, I know that I'm not going to make it. I'm going to get in a non-fatal car wreck that day. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just a fender bender. I'm fine. <laughs> Please don't look at my car. Just, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, oh, thank you. That's so helpful. Um, We'll all be working on our self-care and lies for this holiday season. To protect those time blocks. Okay, so something we do on the show is called the Top 5 Right Now. And, I mean, you guys who have listened before, you kind of know it doesn't have to be anything heavy. It's all cool what you want to say. In fact, like a, lot, like, a lot of people that I've talked to have found it's a little difficult to come up with the Top 5 because sometimes we're not used to thinking in that way about what we're interested in. So, I'll start, just mm-hmm. for fun. Um, I would have to say industrial kitchens. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Today, I took a soup-making class. We made, like, six soups. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> At Francis Tuttle, and um, that is actually something I've been doing, too, Um cultivate creativity too is look at like the parks and rec and francis tuttle stuff so that kitchen was amazing and everything you could see everything and all the stations were so immaculate and i just had a lot of fun looking at that i like arranging i've been into arranging books according to their color i love that i want to have shelves like that someday (laughs) i know and these folks that like go out and um go to stores and just buy books based on the color Mm -hmm. i think that'd be pretty funny or it's not funny. It's a normal thing to do. Ha ha ha. It's not funny. <laughs> yeah. But it is funny, like, thinking of myself doing it. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. so weird. I am this person now. <laughs> um, I like mint tea. Ooh. Oh, gosh. It's always such a winner. Also, I've been really into base layers since it got cold. Mm-hmm. Like, your under armor and your wool socks that goes underneath your clothes. I like it because I don't always have to wear a coat. It's the... I'm sorry. I just like base layers. And then (laughs) (laughs) lastly of all, like my favorite feeling in the whole wide world right now, and I was really noticing it in the last couple of days, was falling asleep when it's bedtime. (laughs) I'm just so tired and it's so dark outside. I'm just like, I'm just going to go to sleep. And so those are my top five. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Now we put Marissa on the spot for hers. All right. So first I have to say that base layers, I've never heard of that, but I'm going to do it now because... (laughs) It's so cold right now. I mean, it shouldn't be. that. It feels like it got really cold. I'm really into technical fabrics, um, water wicking, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I love it. I need to get some for work because, like, the trek from my car to my office is always, like, a good 20 minutes because I work on a college campus and there's no close parking. Uh And then I'm soaking wet and freezing by the time I get there. So, yes, base layers. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, my top five. Uh, One is black coffee. And I really like black coffee, but since we've entered candy season. Some of you may call it the holiday season, but it's candy season. Uh, I need something that is not sweet in the morning. So like just a nice cup of black coffee because I'm probably going to eat milk duds that I find in my office. Um, (laughs) My second thing is the 21 day fix. And so it's um, a workout program sold through the Beachbody uh, group of fitness programs. So if you know, like insanity and P90X and all that, I like 20 day, 21 day fix though, because it's seven different workouts, one for each day of the week. And they're only 30 minutes each. And so, and it's like a lot of, uh, weight training and it's just really, um, 
I mean, it's as hard as you want it to be, so I like that a lot. Uh, and it's just keeping me honest during this season because in the wintertime, like, I just want to sleep in and not work out ever, and this is, like, making me get up, so... And because it's not too hard and That's it's not smart. too easy. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's perfect for right now. Um, my third one is Aldi, the grocery store. <laughs> I was going to put Aldi on my list. <laughs> it's so good. So I hate grocery shopping. I hate it so much. But when I go to Aldi, it's so small and like they have what they have and that's it. And it's yes. just, it takes all this stress out of shopping. And like and at this time of year, I cannot go to Target or Walmart because I will burn the building down because it's so stressful. So Aldi is great and... Um, like, again, on just kind of, like, easy and, you know, things to do for yourself that's kind of nice. They have some really good prepared chicken salads. You can eat that on some crackers for lunch, and it's not, like, the worst lunch you could bring to work. So it's just... Thank you, Aldi, for making me not just eat milk duds in my desk. Um. You don't know this, but, like, at, like, the parent... When the parents get together, when Aldi comes up, like, it's a cult. Yeah. You know, it's like, Aldi! All these people start cheering about it, and the people who don't know are like, what are you people talking about? I feel like we should do a whole show on just Aldis. I'm prepared. (laughs) I am so ready. Also, if you uh, shop at an Aldi that has the wine advent calendar, I want it, (laughs) but apparently it's sold out everywhere, so... It's regional specialties, too. Like, it's not all the same... That's awesome. Yeah. I need to find one. Maybe. Okay, yeah. So we're putting out the word. Yeah. If we get an... If anyone finds a wine advent calendar at Aldi's, just get it for Marissa. Yeah, I need it. (laughs) Um, so my fourth one is getting enough sleep, which like, it shouldn't be such a big deal, but I think at this time of year it is. And there's, you know, it's like the end of the year quarterly or fourth quarter goals and like holiday stuff. And so it's just nice those nights when you do get enough sleep. And then on the other hand, my fifth thing is waking up early. And I love doing that because you can get so much done in the mornings. Like if I wake up, I'm awake. So if I accidentally wake up at 4am, then I'm awake for the rest of the day. So like... I try to use that time because it's nice when nobody else is up. It's super quiet and I can, yes. you know, write or organize or do whatever needs to be done. So I love your top five. And it really kind of ties in with like my experience of you lately, which is you're so productive and you do so many different functions and you get it all in and you take care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to get better about the self-care portion. Um, <laughs> this week has been kind of hellish, but I think that that's yeah. par for the course. I get it. Oof. We just, yeah, you just need, oh, and I think the time change is crazy because it's so hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to go to sleep and wake up when you did. And I think our circadian rhythms are super, super sensitive too. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. (laughs) Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. (laughs) Yes, I've been really looking forward to this. And um, if anyone has any questions for Marissa, you can tweet at her. Check out her blog and her YouTube channel for sure. And um, I'll put all those those links in the show notes. And also tweet at me your top five right now. I totally can't wait to share it. Bye, you guys. (laughs) Bye.